Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Dana Moreland, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Crystal, thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast. I am great. It's springtime, and I'm here on a call with you for the podcast. Life is good. Life is good. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. So we're going to start, like we do, with all of our new guests to the pod. Dana, tell me your AOPI story. All right. So my story with AOPI began when AOPI colonized, what we used to call colonized, now we call chartering, at the University of Missouri. I was a junior at Mizzou, and a friend of mine from high school who was a sorority woman on campus called me and said, Dana, there's a new sorority coming to campus. I think you should really check them out. And I'll be honest, Crystal, I was a little hesitant. I was a junior. I was doing really well academically. I had, at the time, what I thought was a really cool boyfriend. And I was very involved in student government. So my life was pretty full. And then I signed up for the the interview process. And I had the privilege of interviewing with AOPI's executive director at the time, Sue Lewis, and AOPI foundation president at the time, Barbara Hunt. And now when I think about meeting those two incredible women, I still get chills, but I didn't know or understand at the time just how impressive these women were. So I went into my interview, and by the time I left, 45 minutes later, I was convinced that if I did not receive a bid from ALPI, I was just going to die. Fortunately, <laughs> I received a bid, so I did not die, and that was great. And then pretty quickly after our colony, now chartering chapter, came together, I was elected president, and so I had the opportunity to go to convention, and it just, it's its gone from there. I really think, though, that to have this great passion for the alumni experience, and it, it came because I, as chapter president, colony president, I worked with so many advisors. I worked with all of our advisory committee very closely. I worked with a lot of, we now call it network. At the time it was region. I worked with all of them very closely. So I've always had that vision of AOPI being more than the collegiate experience. And that's, I believe, why I'm so passionate about the alumni experience. You are a network specialist currently, Tell me what the journey was that led you to this particular place of service. Sure. Well, I will say that network specialist lifetime engagement. So coaching alumni chapters across the U.S. And I keep hoping to be assigned to a Canadian chapter. So hope springs (laughs) eternal. But I 
I think it is the job I was meant for within AOPI. Uh, anywhere I've lived across the U.S., I've been a, an alumni chapter member, and I've been a chartering member of three different alumni chapters. And so helping alumni chapters, whatever their goal is, whatever their desire is, helping them reach that, I just love that. I love being able to coach and guide them in that way. But I've been able to also, as in my professional world, I'm a human resources professional, and I've been able to tap into those skills to serve on AOPI's human resources committee. And, um, you know, had I loved being able to lend my professional expertise to the fraternity. And then on the foundation side, I really enjoy serving as a foundation ambassador. So promoting everything that the foundation does. And I really trace that back, my love for the foundation, back to the fact that Barbara Hunt, who was foundation president when I first met her and, you know, she was influential in selecting me to be an AOPI. So I've always had that very special place in my heart for the foundation. And I've also been able in the past to serve on several other foundation committees. So I like the versatility of opportunities at the international level. And then also at the local level between advising and participating with alumni chapters. There's just so much that someone can do within AOPI as an alumna. It's, it's really beautiful. I love it. Something else that's beautiful, convention. And I am yes. so excited that we get to talk about it together. Yes. Dana, when was your first AOPI convention? My first AOPI convention was in 1985, and I attended the convention that was in Washington, D.C. And that convention, of course, was an incredible experience because I was a brand new AOPI, brand new president, um, just extraordinary. And the reason that I say that that convention sealed the deal for me on lifetime commitment to AOPI is I remember walking into that Rose Banquet at that first convention and seeing you know, hundreds and hundreds of women and seeing particularly the very involved alumni and how they had made that a lifetime commitment. So I was pretty sure I was in for the long haul before. And then that, that convention sealed the deal for me. I love this. Okay, a little storytelling. Share with yes. me a memorable convention experience. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, certainly that Rose Banquet experience made such a very strong impression with me. Another one um, that just incredibly strong impression was when I attended convention in 2013. And that's the convention where I met you for the first time. I was representing my alumni chapter, Reno Tahoe alumni chapter, and um, I received a Rose Award at that convention. And I didn't even know I had been nominated. And I was so shocked. That was, yeah, I remember gasping and everybody laughing because they heard me gasp. So tell me, other than winning the Rose Award, <laughs> what is a favorite tradition that you have that we may celebrate or participate in at convention? I would have to say that my favorite is the candlelight ceremony where 
the submottos of all the chapters are shared. So my collegiate chapter, Delta Alpha, um, University of Missouri, when we selected our submotto, we decided that we wanted it to be in Greek. And it's Diakonia Meta Adelpho, which translated into English means service among sisters. But somehow, uh, when it was recorded in the official records, only the English translation was recorded. So it's always very funny for those of us from my chapter who attend to see if we can sneak the Greek version in. And we have been talking with RTNJ to get our official submotto in Greek entered into the official records too. Okay. <laughs> Other than being together with everyone again, in person, in real life, what are you most looking forward to about this particular convention? There are two things I am really looking forward to. And the first is this year, uh, my primary alumni chapter, Reno Tahoe, decided we wanted to celebrate AOPI's 125th anniversary in a really, really big way. We set a lot of very ambitious goals. And one of them was to be very mindful and very prolific in submitting sisters for international awards. So celebrating those successes, I'm very much looking forward to. That's number one. The other thing that I am looking forward to, but also very emotional about in a sad way, is one of my dearest, dearest local alumni sisters passed away this biennium. And uh, we did hold a local AOPI memorial service for her. And it was beautiful. Her husband attended, some of our Panhellenic alumni sisters attended because she was very, very involved in the Panhellenic community as well. And so when we have the memorial service to see her name in the program will be very, very emotional and and just kind of like the final goodbye, but in a beautiful way. And I'll be there celebrating and remembering Elaine. Her name's Elaine Carrick. And I'll be remembering her with hundreds of sisters. And you know, Dana, I love both of these things for you. Number one, because it is so amazing to be nominated for our awards, even if we don't win, but then to celebrate <laughs> our sisters when we do. But you're right. Our memorial service is a beautiful, beautiful one. And it allows us the opportunity to say a final goodbye to our sisters that are not with <laughs> us. So I, too, am looking forward to it in that same way. I appreciate that. Thank you. Sure, of course. Now, for the logistics, what is yes. one pro tip that you can share with sisters attending their first convention this year? My pro tip for attending convention is as soon as you receive your call to convention, start reading it. Become familiar with the candidates' biographies. Look at all the legislation. It might be a little bit daunting, but that's okay. Reach out to your network specialist. Reach out to your, your counterparts. If you are a collegiate member, reach out to your advisors. Talk it through. 
get an understanding of everything we're going to be discussing and voting on at convention. And for our sisters who are delegates for different organizations, for their collegiate chapter or for you know their alumni chapter, really talk it over with your members so that they can have a voice. We're deciding the future of our fraternity. So prepare, do your homework, and then go into the business meetings with confidence. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay, 20 questions. Are you ready? Yes, I'm so ready. How many conventions have you attended? I've been to eight. This one will be my ninth. Do you prefer coffee or tea for breakfast before a business meeting? Tea, tea all the way. I prefer chai tea. Um, I drink a lot of herbal tea, but tea, tea, and more tea. <laughs> love it. Your favorite convention snack? I love the kind bars that are cashew, cherry, dark chocolate. They're my favorite. I mean, those are all my favorite food groups right there. Cherry, cashew, and, and dark chocolate. <laughs> and so they're, they're decadent, but still somewhat healthy. So And a little bit crunchy. I like crunchy snacks. I love it. Do you prefer plane trips or road trips? It depends on where I'm going and with whom I'm going. I like to get there quickly generally, so I would say plane trips, but sometimes, you know, with a good audiobook or good music and a good companion, then road trips are really fun. Well, then let's talk about a favorite book that you would recommend to pass the time. Well, I am a sucker for Jane Austen, so I tried and true, always enjoy her books, but then I also do enjoy um, mysteries or suspense books that I've not read before, and um, when it's an audiobook, when the actors are good, oh my gosh, and just makes the time fly. I um, have listened to all the Game of Thrones books on audio, and I can drive for hours and hours across, you know, a desert and still be totally entertained. That's amazing. And you are not wrong. <laughs> so tell me one thing you cannot travel without. I have to take a water bottle with me because I like to stay hydrated. I need to stay hydrated. So I need my water bottle and I need sunscreen because we always have to take such good care of our skin. Yes. Let's talk packing. Do you use okay. a spreadsheet? I do not use a spreadsheet. I do lay out my clothes by day, whether it's for AOPI convention, whether it's for, you know, a fun, exotic vacation, but I don't use a spreadsheet. How many pieces of luggage will you take with you? For convention this year, it depends. So my oldest niece and her husband live in Dallas and I'm, I'm very crafty. I'm making their Christmas presents and if their presents are done, I'm going to need one suitcase just to take their present in, the presents. Um, but if I don't finish the presents, then I'll just take one really big suitcase. Oh my gosh, Dana, you crack me up. Like we're in spring and you're talking <laughs> about Christmas presents. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather make room for shoes or purses? So I'm all about the accessories. I love jewelry. I love scarves. I love shoes. I love handbags. For convention, it's I take a 
a bigger jewelry roll than I usually do just because, you know, it's the time to wear the AOPI bling and um, shoes more than handbags because, yeah, I just, I, I get more use out of those. So would you rather wear heels or flats? Mm, I would love to wear heels, but realistically, flats are more practical. So usually there's a mix of both. Agreed. Your favorite of our brand colors? I am very committed to Cardinal Red. I love it because that was the color when I first joined AOPI. So I think of it as our, you know, our, our OG color. But I have really enjoyed the expanded color palette. So I like the new purple. And I really like the Barnard blue as well. So I love that, that Cardinal is the OG. We just have an expanded palette for all other varieties. <laughs> so I kind of love it. So convention's a time when we meet sisters from all over North America. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? When I first meet them, a couple of things that I notice. When I first meet someone at AOPI convention, I always like to look at their badge because I love to see the variety of the badges. Yes. And I'm a collector of accents. So I really like to hear all the different accents that people have at convention. So that's a new one for me. I have never heard that phrase, a collector of accents. So I love it. I'm going to have to be on the listen now. So what is your favorite flavor of ice cream to share with sisters? My favorite flavor of ice cream is chocolate chocolate chip. Do you remember to pack your life loyal lanyard? Never. <laughs> I never remember to pack it. I don't. And, and honestly, I usually... Um, I usually bring a lanyard that has a little bit more bling uh, because why not? Uh, but if I do wear one, then I have to ask for another one to wear. And everyone's always been very gracious about giving me another one. Okay, that's amazing. And not the answer I expected you to give. I kind of love it. <laughs> do you prefer the business sessions or the brunches and banquets? All of it. There's, I can't break anything out. I mean, I, I love the socialization of the brunches, the banquets, the speakers, the awards. I, I enjoy all of that and getting to know sisters from all over. And then I really do like the legislative sessions, the business sessions, because we're making real-time important decisions, and, and I like being part of that. Yes. Do you have a favorite piece of AOPI jewelry that will travel with you this year? Uh, my favorite is definitely the one that I wear the most. I have one of the, the Emerald badges from when AOPI chaired the MPC, when Carol Drinko Jones chaired the MPC. And green is actually my favorite color. So I love wearing the badge with the Emeralds. And I have it on necklace pendant. So it's very, very practical um, in that regard because it's easy to wear. So I'll definitely wear that. Um, that's probably my favorite one. Mm -hmm. I love it. So have you or will you do anything creative with your Rose Banquet charms you've collected over the years? That is a great question. I mentioned earlier that I'm, I'm pretty artsy craftsy and I currently have my convention charms in a jewelry box with a charm bracelet that I haven't had them connected to. 
But there's a craft studio here where I live in Reno, Nevada, called Copper Cat Studios. And one of the classes I've been wanting to take, it's called resin plank. And you take a plank and you decorate it however you want. And then you pour resin over it to encase it in permanence. And I've been thinking that my home office, which is mostly AOPI-ish, could use a resin plank and that maybe I would put my convention charms into it, that would be very different. So I'm still toying with that because I don't know if I want them preserved forever in resin so I wouldn't be able to wear them, but maybe I would. So that's what I'm toying with. Okay, I'm going to need to see a picture of this because that (laughs) is the most unique and amazing answer that I have heard. And I feel like I'm going to need to see it. I can make that happen. I'll, I'll send a picture. So, Dana, are we most likely to find you catching up with friends early in the morning or winding down late at night? Oh, I am not a morning person. It will definitely be late night. Usually it's it's evenings, uh, perhaps in the hotel bar with a glass of something bubbly. And, um, yeah, that's it definitely will not be mornings. So, convention often comes with thank you notes to follow. Do you like mm-hmm. your handwriting? I do like my handwriting. I especially like my signature and I do enjoy writing notes of of thanks to people. I um, don't know that others enjoy my handwriting as much as I do, but I like it. (laughs) I love that answer. So last but not least, if you could ask our founders one question, what would it be? Crystal, that I really, really I know. I mean, there are so many possibilities. One, what have we gotten right? When they look at us right now, after 125 years, what makes them proud of us? The other thing that I would like to ask our founders is they were all just very incredible women. I mean, they were on the forefront. They were among the first generation of women who went to four-year secondary schools, They went on to have careers, which was very unusual in their time. I want to know who their role models were. Like, who inspired them? Who did they look up to um, the way that we look up to them and their accomplishments? I would love to know that. I would also. Dana, thank you so very much. There are so many things that I've learned about you today that I did not know, despite having first met you at convention 2013. But I so appreciate you talking with me today, sharing your AOPI story, and a little bit about all things convention. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm -hmm.